This video is brought to you by Black Moon Games. Check out their products at shop-black-moon.com. Sometimes when you play a game, you uh, are looking for other things to kind of improve the uh, the session or kind of help you along. Uh, so uh, we decided that we'd make an a, or actually we're gonna I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. Jason came up with the idea for this the subject of this episode. Uh, it's going to be our top three system agnostic uh, game supplements or game tools. It's pretty much things to help you out at the table and uh, when when you're doing a session. Uh, so stick around. It's chaotic good cast episode one twenty two. It's Jason's theme. Stick around. It's gonna be good. Everyone, welcome to the Cat Good Cast, our weekly geeky roundtable. I'm your host, Doug Shute, and with me are my fellow casters. We're a little light on tonight on casters tonight. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to have a great show. Uh, the one and only Barney Smith from StoryComic.com. Okay. Oh, Doug, you're not even watching. I was going to do something. Ready? All right. Does it, Introduce it, me again. Introduce the, me again. The, the one and only Barney Smith from StoryComic.com. <sighs> I heard a great Halloween joke involving math this morning, but I'm too squared to repeat it here. Like you did, you did this like eye eyeglasses removal thing from your face. Yeah. Like that's not going to like come through on the audio podcast. I don't, no, I don't know that's why. true. You need you like, need one of those descriptive audio things where like the podcaster has just removed his glasses in a flourish. Just re removed. <laughs> his I, I could have done this. I could have gone whoosh. When I come yes, on. sound effects well, are important, but people still wouldn't know what that, yeah. that whoosh was for. Somebody be commenting underneath the podcast saying, "What was that whoosh noise from Barney?" What's I don't understand. Oh my God. <laughs> I tell you, some people. All right, Barney, it's great to have you. Uh, great to have you back on the show. Uh, and then, of course, our chaotic good cast would not be complete without the one, the only geek of the north, the one and only Jason Hunt. Hello, Jason. This is your episode. Yes. Nice. I, yeah. I uh, sometimes I throw that out in our uh, our chaotic good cast chat uh, throughout the week and be like, "Hey, what, what what are we talking about this week?" And and Jason uh, uh, come up came up with this uh, with this topic. So I, I wanted to I wanted to kind of dip back into that from where we had that uh, our top. What were we doing? Top five? I think it was where we were just giving supplements in general. Yeah, yeah, I think or so. uh, gaming, gaming, or gaming stuff in general, like. I just I like the I like the idea that like there's tools out there that maybe not everybody knows about. Yeah, I, th I think so too. And, I, I, we'll, and I'm we'll glad that you said that. three things because I actually picked three things. I didn't even read the I didn't even do my homework to say if it had to be three <laughs> things. I just had three things. I I didn't want it to get any longer than that because then it you know we go around we give one we go around we, we give one we go around we give one we go around we give one. By the time we get to four and five, we've oftentimes doubled up a bit. Yeah, or yeah. we're just kind of scrambling for something to fill it. So three is a good number. I and and knowing us, we always stay on the rails for the show. So yeah, you know, cool. it'll be yeah. definitely very succinct, and and uh, we won't go over time at all. With uh, you know, see the chat, Barney. Barney, the chat, uh, the chat is all is is full of dad jokes right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Why is um, it? 
I'm going to let everyone know that if you're listening to the audio podcast of this uh, of the show, uh, you can join us every week uh, at when we record this live uh, every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Uh, just search for Victory Condition Gaming. Give us a little uh, record, and you as well can can put your dad jokes in the chat, just like Walter here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Walter W says, uh, "Dad joke from my son. Why is dark spelled with a K?" because you can't see in the dark that's true that's right hey so hey walter here's one for you i just found out they won't be making 12 inch rulers any longer oh my god (laughs) regrettably that's actually a good one because it kind of like you're you're sort of waiting after the end of it like what else is he get oh wait a minute i get it (laughs) that's those are the best dad jokes where you're just like walter wants to know why (laughs) oh man all right yeah i I, so thank you so much to everyone that is joining us live as always and uh if you'd like to join us every monday night at 9 p.m eastern you can on youtube uh but we appreciate everybody that downloads and likes and if you uh, appreciate the show and if you enjoy it and it brings you some sort of uh humor despite Barney's dad jokes, uh, feel free to, uh, in entertainment, uh, feel free to hit that like button down below. And if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, we greatly appreciate it. It helps us get noticed. All those things help us get noticed and, and uh, help with us uh, you know, grow the show. Let other folks know that uh, we're somewhat entertaining here. At the Doug is a yes. huge fan of analytics, so anything you can do to help us, I do. Analytics. I do love. Uh, I do love the analytics. Uh, that's uh, that's one thing that uh, I, I pay attention to quite a bit. He makes us pay attention to them too. <laughs> uh, I, usually, we our first segment is, uh, of course, new at the store. Ben Ben is not with us this evening, uh, unfortunately, uh, and so neither 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 is uh, Amanda. So we're gonna have to go. Just we're gonna like dive right into our featured topic of. That's uh, right, guys, you got your B game right here. Woo-hoo! Yeah, look at that. <laughs> B for Barney. <laughs> we, got, we got the big the big Barney with us uh, tonight. So. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's good. I've got three uh, three things that I think will uh, uh, I, I think will help anybody with uh, the, the, they don't really have to be for a specific uh, system. So I, I think no, God, no, actually, I was very specifically looking for things that were not related to a particular system, nice. just because there's so many people playing so many different games out there, and everybody's always just oh, hey, look, here's something for Dungeons and Dragons Five E. You literally can't type in Dungeons and Dragons 5e into into your browser without getting a hundred thousand supplement options or absolutely yeah accessories or whatever. It's, it's ridiculous. It is. It's 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 quite uh, quite overwhelming. But I will give you uh, some of the suggestions that I have. Uh, Barney will give you some of his, and then Jason will, will give some some of his as well. All right. Uh, before we start, is there anything else we want to uh, discuss before uh, before we dive into it? Uh, support your friendly local game store. Um, I don't know if everybody's seen Dune. I think is that has everybody seen Dune on this panel yet? I did. You didn't see it yet, Barney. Barney's never gonna see Dune. No. He has children. Okay. His attention well, span cannot possibly span two and a half hours. I have been watching, over two and a half hours. I have been watching Bluey. If anybody hasn't seen Bluey, that is a no. great cartoon. Check out Bluey. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell folks that if you are a big fan of Dune, go watch the new movie. Um, I think they announced that they were going to greenlight the second movie now. Uh, spoiler alert for those of you that haven't seen the first movie. Uh, so uh, that'll be good. Uh, I'm a little 
No, what's that? Remember, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Doug and I were back and forth with each other in, in a side chat yesterday for quite a bit. Um, we were just giving our pros and cons about the movie. Yes. I think the reason why they've greenlit the second half, uh, despite the fact they had originally planned to do it and just COVID got in the way and everything, um, is because it's the only game in town right now. And it's the only thing generating that kind of revenue right now. Yeah. So basically, they're like, you know what? We need something. So what the heck? Let's let them make more of this. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I mean, they, they've said that they're going to be doing a uh, an HBO series, uh, sister uh, sisterhood. Yeah. Oh. Of, sisterhood of the traveling Benny Jesuit. <laughs> I, I forget what it's called, but yeah, that's basically what it is. It's Benny Benny Jesuit series. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see what Jesuit do with that. Je, Jesuit. A Jesuit. I don't know. Jesuit. The Jesuit. Jesuits are actually a religious faction now. Although that would be a heck of a crossover. That would be. That would be. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think we're going to see more Dune, just like we're seeing more Lord of the Rings, just like we're seeing more, uh, you know. Wheel of Time is coming soon. Yeah, I, I think you're going to see Dune become one of the, another one of the properties. That just <laughs> yeah, Walter's got it. Walter's the travel, the sisterhood of the traveling Bene Gesserit. <laughs> Y'all, y'all killing me, killing me. Anyway, uh, it was, I, I enjoyed the movie. I, I'm a big fan of Dune. I think, uh, I think it's a great, uh, great IP. It's been very under, under, uh, appreciated for so long. So, uh, it's nice yeah, to see. That's true. Get, it has, it get, is a wildly uh, un, underappreciated IP. Yeah. And, and I, I'm, I'm, and, the, more, and more the, the other, the other cool thing about Dune too, is like, this isn't a joke. I just was, I was listening to this on a, on another, uh, a science fiction based podcast. It was talking about back then, you know, in the, the you know, in the seventies, there was the late seventies, early eighties, you had three major properties. You had Star Trek, Star Wars, and Dune. And Dune was much more universally, yeah, was more better multi, it had more multicultural aspects to it that more people were, more, more countries and things were able to identify with because Star Trek is a very Western ideology so does Star and so does Star Wars has a very westernized ideology of the hero's journey and things as well and and that and and the, that idea. So that was the one thing a lot of other cultures from other countries um, found Dune much more relatable. So yeah. yeah, no, I I I've always loved it. I it's been a while since I've read the books. I read the I read a couple of the books in 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 high school, um, which you know the books are a little rough to to read through. Uh, but uh, I, I've always been a fan of uh, the movies. Yeah, you know, even the mini, the sci-fi miniseries. I, I have copies of that. The re- um, that's the only reason Dune is not up there in the mainstream media with Star Trek, Star Wars, is because the books are chunky. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're not easy to, to read. They're not, and they demand your attention if you yeah. want to get the most out of them. If you're not paying attention while you read Dune, you're going to be halfway through the book saying. Who even is this person? Yeah, it's it's basically it's Wheel of Time before Wheel of Time was Wheel of Time. The, you know? <laughs> the one thing that, that that I really kind of I took away from this movie is that you really kind of have to know a little bit about Dune in order to really kind of get. I mean, you can go into this blind and just watch yeah. it and you'll get it, but you get the most value out of it by by knowing you know some of the background of of, yeah. uh, of the Dune universe and and. It's... There was a few times I watched it with a friend that was going into a blind that never read any of the books or seen any of the other movies. And, you know, 
I, I would say probably the first hour, probably the first hour I paused it a couple, a few times and explained a few things. Yeah. And then they were like, and, and he was like, oh, okay, that makes a little more sense now. Oh, okay, well, that that's cool. And then by the time the, you know, the big yeah. thing happens, it, you know, it, it, uh, makes a bit more sense. Yeah. He was yeah. like, he was into that's, it. And he's like, one yeah, thing that they, more yeah. this movie. There's one thing they actually didn't do very well in this movie is if you've seen 1984 Dune, um, and if you haven't by now, wow. <laughs> um, the beginning of that movie where they, where they do the introductions and they explain the world and how things work out of the universe rather and how things work is massively helpful. Like whether or not you're going to get on them for accuracy and oh my God, they're using details that shouldn't be blah, blah, blah. That's neither here nor there. The introductory thing that they do, the big, um, what do they call that? Exposition scene where they give you all the basic information about how the universe works before they drop you into the action is massively helpful. And without that, you're, you're not going to understand. You're yeah. going to be making all kinds of assumptions that likely are not accurate. And it's kind of, it's kind of doing you a disservice. I think. Uh, Walter W says, I've read all 12 wheel, bo wheel books. Uh, hopefully that series will be okay. Yeah, I hope so. It'll be nice to uh, hopefully that, uh, that they've done a great job with, with, with that uh, the preview that they showed on Amazon was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, think I have, I have high hopes. They put a lot of money into it and a lot of effort. So, hmm. well, I thought I've been watching found, um, foundation. On yeah. On, on Apple TV. Yeah, man, I, oh, Apple TV has got great stuff. Great stuff. I yeah, that's the one thing on Apple TV that I'm actually interested in. Yeah, they can keep the rest of that service, but Foundation looks interesting. All right, well, we we ranted. Go go see Dune uh, if you haven't already seen it. Stream it if you've got HBO Max. Stream it just because. If you're in you know, America, stream it. Well, yeah, that too. But I'm just yeah. saying that, like, I, I'm just saying that, like, the, they're gauging its success not only just on the box office, but the streaming uh, as well. So Doug is trying uh, to get the sequel produced because he's about to watch it for the third time. I am probably, I am probably going to watch it because I'll tell you what, I watched it a second time, thinking that I wasn't going to like get as much out of it. Like, I, like I was like, okay, I've already seen this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like my expectations for watching it a second time weren't all that high. But actually, I walked away from it even more excited about the movie uh, watching it a second time. So I, I am going to watch it a third time before, uh, before too long here. In reality, he's only doing it to spite me. Uh, that's basically so I can just taunt Jason. Yeah. yeah. So I had to go see it in the theater. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get to our feature segment, which is of course, top three system agnostic supplements and or game tools. Brought to you by the Geek of the North, uh -huh. Jason Hunt. All right, Jason, this is your segment. Let's let's. Let, I'm gonna hand I'm gonna hand the show over to you for for this. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't roll the featured presentation because you know I don't think unless you want me to. Do you want me to roll the featured presentation and graphic? Everybody else gets it, sure. Yeah, okay. yeah come on, come on, Doug. Yeah, What's going on? We can't, we can't rip I, off I, the viewers. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and now our feature presentation. Never gets old. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, you got the whole page. Oh, wow. I got the whole screen. Okay. So, um, six, uh, supplements and accessories have always been a big thing for me. Like I'll buy core systems till the day grows cold and like, you know, the sun goes down. Um, but what I want most out of a system is options. Give me options. I don't need character options. I don't need rules options. 
I want ideas more than anything in my game systems. I don't care if you got new mechanics for me. Uh, I'll figure that out on my own. I'm, I'm perfectly capable. But what I like is uh, ideas, like almost like writing prompts, even if you want to do that for writers. Where they do, uh, like even NaNoWriMo, they give you options like, hey, here's a, here's a thing, write your, write, your, write your novel based on this. But um, first and foremost, um, my first pick for x is Knights of Vastiel. Uh, it's an app that you can get through the iStore or Google Play. Um, I first got introduced to this by, oh, there, there goes Doug. <laughs> um, I first got introduced to this by the folks over at um, one of our other uh, friend channels uh, at Level 1 Geek. They were doing a uh, giveaway. They had some free codes available for Knights of Bastille for the basic version, which is, um, it gives you a lot of options, but you can only pick, I think, you can choose only any race in that one. But what you do is if you need an NPC, you select the thing, you can do clergy, you can do uh, warriors, you can do wizards, you can do war- like whatever whatever class you want. And it doesn't have to be all fantasy either. Uh, there you go. Doug just, Doug just found it. Um, and what you do is you just tap on it and you say you want a clergyman. You hit the button and it pops you up with a picture. Uh, it gives you a nice little, uh, nice little bit of art and a little blurb about a clergyman underneath it. Just so, like, if your characters have decided to go off on a tangent, you know, and they've wandered wandered away from your main story quest that you were hoping they would pick up the seeds for, and they go into some random building, you'd be like, okay, this is a, an inn. I need an innkeeper. Boom. You tap the button. It gives you a picture so you can describe based on the character's image, or you can just show your party if you're in person. Uh, and then you, you can just say, okay, this is what this character's blurb is, and now I have something to role play with. And that, when you're playing any kind of a role-playing game, everybody who's ever DM'd a role-playing game knows that your party is going to do things that you were not prepared for, that you have no notes for, and a little tool like that will give you just the option. (laughs) Yes, it does, Ewok. Don't even try it. (laughs) Ewok said, that never happens. (laughs) But this this gives you that moment of, I don't want to say clarity, but that moment of appearing... Like you've got your stuff together and your party's like, ha we're going to throw this guy off his track. You know, like we do to Doug all the time. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. And you're, you're like, you're going to walk into a building and you're just going to be like, okay, well, okay. So you walk into the building, give a quick description of the interior of a random building. And while you're doing that, you're pulling up the app, you tap the button. And it's like, okay, there's a man behind the counter. He's balding. He's uh, fair complexion. He has blue eyes and a weird scar going across the lower half of his cheek. Um, and you just roll with it from there. And the, just that level of wow he was really prepared can really go a long way to selling your players on wow this guy's put some effort in so let's let's do this the the one thing that they also have they also have a uh, um a magic item compendium that yep. uh, pretty much creates an a, you know a a random magic item which is yep, kind that's of that's that's the other that's the other option they have there it's called Magwas, I think. Is it Magwas? Yeah. yeah. Magwas or Ma- yeah, I don't know. Try to pronounce it honestly. <laughs> but yeah, if you want just a random magical item, if you want to do something interesting, and it it almost always gives you something useful. It's not just some random foolish thing that's going to be a chuckle and then thrown in a bag and never used again. That's pretty cool. I didn't realize that. Uh, I just like know. it because it's easy. It's it's not like you don't have to enter fourteen things. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not pick the race, pick the class, pick the location, pick the blah, blah, blah. It's literally just t- you tap the thing and it pops up an icon. And if you don't like it, hit it again. It gives you another one. Hit it again. It gives you another one. It just keeps going. So, yeah. So that's Knights of Vastille, which uh, 
the, the free know. version is is very basic. Um, you can still use it. There's no you know, no issues with it. If you want the compendiums that they offer to, they expand it uh, by sections. You can get um, cultists if you want cultists in particular. Uh, so I think each one is two dollars or something like that. I'm not sure what it is in freedom dollars. Uh, probably yeah, like 50 cents. yeah. It looks like uh, <laughs> you know they've got a, they've got a uh, uh, the the ratings on it is, is it's got a four point two out of five. And then uh, there's like fifteen or twenty expansions to it already. Yeah, so it's it's two ninety two dollars and ninety nine cents per five or ten pack of NPCs. So um, no, you, one, the NPCs that you buy are much more detailed. The basic yeah. ones are just super super. super Super. Not, I don't even want to say basically just superficial. I guess, you know, it's it's they don't give you very much to it. Uh, Austin says uh, that sounds incredible. Uh, I'm all over this. Uh, very yeah, cool. It's, it's, yeah. I've used it. I've used it several times just even for character concepts. You know, if I don't know if I if I need to make a warrior, I'm like, oh, geez, I don't know what I want to do. I just tap that and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go with whatever it gives me. It also it's not a very large app either, so it doesn't nope. uh, doesn't it's take up a small. whole lot of uh, a lot of space on your phone. That's nice. No, I, I like that. It's good. It's uh, not like discovery. It, even even if there's only a couple of hundred, uh, a couple of hundred, maybe two or three hundred characters in the in the basic version, what's the likelihood you're going to run into them all? I mean, unless you're just sitting there bored, going click 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 to look at them all, which is sure. perfectly fine if you want to do that. Like if you if you just randomly need occasional NPCs, that's that's your tool right there. Nice, nice. Barney, what do you got for your uh, for your first item? Well, I'm gonna go. Um, I, I decided to. To kind of downplay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick something kind of very basic. I'm doing I'm got I got I got analog stuff. Okay, so this is something that I've been using since day one. If you hold up a pencil, I'm gonna punch things. the screen. What's that? If you hold up a pencil, I'm gonna punch. I wasn't the gonna hold up a pencil. I'm gonna hold up a pad of paper. <laughs> 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 okay, so I, I totally agree with this 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 thought process that Bonnie has because I do have a notebook that I use for GMing, and yeah. I'll tell you what it has saved me so many times, and I'll tell and and because oh. I forget half the time half the names that I come up with when I'm when I'm doing this. Doug, do you do you have it handy? Um, no, I think it's. Actually- you know why he doesn't have it handy, folks? doesn't take notes notes. so here's the thing though bernie's head is that well so that but but here's the other cool thing though that you can find you can find um you know your 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 local your local game store or any wherever you buy your your accessories there are some really cool rpg journals though that actually have grid have a line paper in there then it has graph paper and it also has hexagon paper um and also has journal entry paper on there as well so you can actually get uh for it's good for it's good for uh game masters there you go it's good for game masters it's also good for for players as well so my accessory my first accessory that you'll always find is is definitely a journal it's really important so, yeah, especially if you're, yeah. you're a GM, you should definitely have something to kind of keep for, notes down. And for the love of God, don't be afraid to write anything in it. It's yours. No one's going to take it from you and photocopy it and put it on the internet. If you want to write a recipe for how to make a good soup in it, use a page for that. Don't just. So many people I know are like, "Hey, I'm going to start a new campaign. I need to go buy a new journal." And yeah. I'm guilty of that too. I love I love new journals. It's 
stationery and pens are my thing. Yeah. But don't be afraid to write anything down in it. Like if you have a silly idea, you know, like if you're walking downtown and you see a storefront that looks cool, you know, stop wherever you are, wherever you have a chance and scribble that thing out in a page. It doesn't have to, doesn't have to be in order. You don't have to have everything perfectly sequential. So here's, here's the thing that I do all the time. And this is, my phone is always on me. And, and I, I, if you ever like comment on any videos or, or any posts or any, anything on social media, usually I try to, I try to reply right away. And the reason why is because I usually have my phone on me most of the time. And, and I'll tell you what, this, the notes app in my phone gets used more often than not, like just just as I'm like walking around town or doing something because I will think of something and then put it in my, not even just, not, not even just gaming related. This is just me in my everyday life. Like I'll come up with an idea and there's a reason why that note app is in that notepad app is, is in your iPhone uh, or your smartphone or whatever. It's amazed how inspirational that sort of stuff can be. Even if it's just your regular stream of conscious thought, you know, like if you're sitting down and if you have a break at work, sit down, Write something down and then just, you know, if you, if you do that every day, every break or whatever, go back to it a month later and just scroll through it. You will get ideas where you never thought you could get ideas from before. It's weird. It's, it's almost like, um, what do they call that? Like a, like a hive mind kind of thing, you know, where you just, you know, you don't even realize you're doing it, but you just, you start flipping back through things. You're like, Oh, Hey, that's a cool idea for something. Or this doodle that you made of a, of a, you know, a table you liked or something. Hmm. You know, if I put a door here and, scroll this over here a bit and add a pond there. Hey, look, it's a room. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with the, with what Barney said. Okay. All right. Got, All right. So there's a point. I get a point. Get a yeah, point. Barney, Barney has a point. Yep. Barney has a point. Bar- Barney's on the board. Not, not just the one on top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my tools for, uh, for, my top three tools for uh, system agnostic uh, agnostic games or, or game tools um, is a dice roller app on your phone. There's a whole bunch of them. There's a few that are uh, that are uh, free. There's some that are better than others. I personally like this one that that I've downloaded. Um, it lets you, you know, download all sorts of different side of dice. And uh, you never know when you're out or if you're just uh, maybe you're at a gaming event and and someone wants to yep. play an RPG and you're like oh dang it, I forgot my polyhedrals at home. Ba-boom, right there, your phone. That's uh, that's the best way to do and it. Nothing is more annoying than when you're traveling and you buy, you go, let's say you go to your friendly local game store and you have a, a ride home or whatever and you're not the one driving. If you have a book and there's tables in that book, you want to roll. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see what you roll. <laughs> so you're just going to flick that dice app and be like, aha, I got a 72. What's that? <laughs> I, I know that uh, Hungry uh, says dice app ba- blasphemy. I totally agree. Like normally I would say, you know, there's nothing oh, better oh, yeah. than, than having those polyhedrals in your hand and, and, and physical dice. Them and rolling them. There's no, there, no replacement. There's no replacing that. I'm just saying that if you're out and about. Boot and a boot the, if you're Canadian. Yeah, exactly. And someone wants to play a game, an RPG or whatever. Sometimes you don't have your polyhedrals on you. Sometimes you don't have your dice with you. So you might be in a place where you just can't get all of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, sometimes you, you need to get a random number for something like a table, like Jason said. Dice app, 
I'm not saying replace it for everything. I'm not saying that. I'm not, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying have one on your phone just to quickly download, just to quickly access if you need it. Have it be your backup dice set. Just so then that way you always have a dice a set of dice or any kind of dice that you need right at the ready whenever somebody wants to play. And boom, you're good. <laughs> you know what? It's kind of like the nerd version of bumming a smoke off of someone. Dude, can I bump a pot of the hedral off? <laughs> <laughs> Very much. Right. Oh man. Wait, lots man, of times the- I get like a 15 minute break uh in the beginning of my shift, and then I get a 45 minute break later on. There's no end of times where I've had my notebook on me and I always have probably seven sets of dice in my backpack, honestly, even when I'm going to work. Um, and I'll just grab my dice and start rolling up characters or make up a table or something. You actually bring like your physical dice with you? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Always. That is amazing. Wow. wow you're, yeah. you're, you're hardcore, Jason. Usually I, I, actually, have I, I do have a set of pilot hedral dice in, in my car. I will say that. Like I've got one in the, uh, in the armrest console. You know how people use fidget spinners just to keep their hands busy when they're, you know, like idle or whatever. Yeah. I have a set of percentile dice. Okay. I just, I, I just roll around in my hand. <laughs> wow. I hungry. Uh, also says, uh, who leaves Never the know game's gonna break out. wallet keys and dice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I do have dice in my car just, just to be on the safe side, but, you know, I always have that dice app on me just in case I can't get out to, especially if I'm at a convention, if I'm working, especially if I'm working convention and like, I just don't have, I don't want to go all the way back to my room to get dice or I don't want to go back all the way out to my car and get dice. Like I'll just use my <laughs> dice app. That's just what I do. Those face sucker dice are amazing. Wave man. I love those things. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite parts of the alien. Spare dice is always important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Jason, what is your what is your second item that uh... my second item technically is system related, but it makes no mention of the system that it's using. So it's easily system agnostic. And that is the uh, dungeon generator from Mork Borg from Stockholm Cartel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, you... any, any award winning. Yes. Any award winning. Yes. Dungeon, it actually nah. did recently win in any award. It actually. Won um, if you've never used it before. It is worth checking out if you need adventure ideas. Like let's say you've got a, a group of people who are coming to your regular game and you're not entirely sure what you want to do with them or they're not even entirely sure what they want to do. And they just want to do a basic dungeon crawl, you know, bang around for a bit. And you sit down at a table and you've got a piece of graph paper and you're like, okay, I got I to gotta whip up a dungeon here. And God, what am I going to put in it? Like what, what's the point of it being here? You know, I don't even understand like what I want to do with it. And you you pull up the dungeon generator and it literally gives you a four room dungeon. Why you're there, what the threats are, like what your goal is, what sort of creatures you can expect to encounter. And then you can tailor it to your own needs. There's no need to use everything that's in it. It's just strictly there for inspiration. Like, yeah, yeah I just it, got it up on the screen right now. It's it, it's a really great uh, you know just to kind of get get you up and running. I, I and like all you have to do is just riff on what's there. Yeah, like it's and it's super easy. Like you can literally do a whole adventure, a whole evening's worth of adventure, more than likely, honestly, just on that one page. That's awesome. And you, you can theme it to whatever thing you want. Like if you want, if you're doing sci-fi, there's nothing in nothing on that page. It doesn't say you can't use it in sci-fi. 
You know, there's no, there's no rules. There's no rule set onto it. There's no um, particular genre attached to it. It's, it's a dungeon. So, but you could just say, well, this is a facility, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I totally, uh, totally agree. I, I have used this thing so many times uh, with, with my locals. I've run four sets of adventures out of this one now. Nice. Each one just completely randomized just because they get together and they're like, Hey, let's do something right now. And I'm like, uh, but we weren't supposed to do anything for a week and a half, but we're all here right now. Uh, well, okay. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, and I just, I, I pull that up and off we go. It's definitely a tool. And I think it's one of those things that, uh, you know, it really kind of makes more org kind of, you know, special and stand out to just the fact that it's so easy to pick up and play. Uh, and then they give you, you know, even if you're not good at just kind of just coming up with adventure prompts and, yeah. and, you know, uh, and a lot of people, that's where they suffer. Right. You know, when you're designing, it's easy to design a world, you know, you can just, you can make up a name, you draw a quick squiggles on a page and you've got a map, but then what do you do for adventures? You know, that's, no. that's where people stall a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I totally agree. I, I love the, uh, love the Morkborg website. And, and actually we should probably mention that, uh, coming, uh, coming, I think, November thirteenth, I think, is what they've announced. They've got Cyborg coming up, uh, which is the uh, yeah. Cy. Uh, what is it? Sort the of cyber, a. Like I almost a, want to say it's kind of like a cyberpunk esque yeah. version. So that'll be interesting to see. Of course, we know that Death in Space is kind of inspired from it as well. Yep. So Death in Space uh, is right around the corner. You know, they've got uh, they got some great uh, great stuff coming, and and uh, I hope that I hope that we see more. And I just got items a copy like of this. this. Yeah, we got forbidden for, well, that, that's, that's by a different, uh, <laughs> different uh, publisher or a different designer. But yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, it's it's, it's intended for use in the world of Morkborg. It's basically miniatures gaming in Morkborg. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I'm really kind of excited to see what Stockholm Cartel does for all their other games that they're going to be putting out, and you know if they're going to support them with as, as much. Uh, with as much features and, and, and everything that they have with Morkborg, if they do, then, oh my God, that's crazy that, that they're just going to be able to... I'm hoping they keep it simple like it is now, too. I don't I don't want it to become one of those rule sets where power gets into it. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I love it the way it is. It doesn't need to be anything better than or different than what it is. Anyway, that's my second one. Awesome. Barney, what do you got for number two? All right, number two. So I play with the I play with the the uh, my my seven and five year old daughter. Sometimes we end up doing a role playing game night instead of a bedtime story. There's a really cool for anyone that has kids, uh, like little kids. There's a really cool role playing game called Amazing Tales, where you actually it's like telling a bedtime story, an interactive bedtime story. What I got from my girls because they would roll their dice and they would just like go all over the place. I'm like, it's under the bed. Got to have under the bed. Get a flashlight. Get the, cause they'll just shake the dice and oh yeah, they're <laughs> chuck them wherever. Chuck them. And they, and they like, and they'll, they'll get up, they'll jump up and down and shake the dice and then just drop them and they go all over the place. That's kind of how, how I, I picture Jason, you know, rolls his dice. So what? Puppies. Dice trays. What Barney is holding is a purple, dice tray <laughs> is that was that good no, that's was good that? that's good barney thank you I think so, excellent descriptive text do that. Yes. Um, barney is waving the dice tray in front of the camera this <laughs> is the so that so that's what i got and this is as it is as analog as an analog accessories go 
Um, these things saved me uh, many, many minutes of frustration having to find. Yeah. And you know, and you, you can get them. I think, uh, do we, I think uh, Victory Condition Gaming has some branded ones of these. We do. Them? Well, I've, I, I make some for uh, freely publishing. They, I've got the Simrum and uh, Forbidden Lands ones that, that if folks would like to check those out, they're, they're actually leather. Uh, they're, they're real leather uh with with metal snaps and they're uh engraved uh and you can check i don't have out. mine handy or i would show <laughs> uh yeah they're, they're, you can check those out at uh, freeleagueshirts.com and uh, and order those they're uh they're really they're, they're really really cool and they are uh, very cool actually yeah the etching in the bottom of them is remarkable yeah they're, they're not just etched on the bottom of the 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 bowl they're actually yeah, on, the, on the other side on the too. other side as well so you right. know we we try to make them as you know especially with forbidden lands and simroom i wanted them to kind of feel like relics of of that setting and yeah, uh, yeah i i think that they're you know I, i'm a little biased but i think they're pretty cool i, I have mean, a, these, are, these aren't as theatrical as dice towers i was gonna say but yeah speaking of theatrical there's yeah. my dice tower. <laughs> Jason, how tall is that dice tower, by the way? It seems like it's like five feet tall. Uh, well, uh, I am five foot six, seven. Yeah, and it's about as tall as like you that. are. It's, like, it's like a head and a half. So, you know, depends how big you think my head is. <laughs> 18 inches, right? Probably, maybe. Yeah, foot and a half is 18 inches. Yes, Barney, well done. Yeah, see? Nice. In Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of dice trays. I love um, folding dice it's trays like Barney has with stamps, and and uh, I think that they're they're really really great. They um, save so much. Before they, I got my dice tray, I like I was always after a game session, I was always under my desk picking up dice. That's why I have like a million freaking dice because I'm always dropping them on the damn floor. All right, that's what I have. Nice. Uh, I'm going to actually bring up the, uh, while we're talking about it, I, I don't want to be too much of a shill here, but, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring up the, uh, the dice trays while I, while I can, while I can show them the folks on the, on the audio podcast are going to miss out on them. Just go to freeleagueshirts.com. It's all one word. And uh, you can, you can see uh, we do uh, these really nice Simbrum uh, leather dice trays that uh, yeah, I, I really think they're, there's, stinking awesome you know and then we also have a couple uh, uh let me see if i can find the yeah there we go shirts are super comfy i have a few of the shirts we also have a forbidden lands one uh for bitter for bitter reach i don't know if i oh yeah it does show the back as well um but yeah anyway if, if folks are interested in in getting uh, those check them out uh, freely freeleagueshirts.com and uh, there, I, I don't think I have too many of them this year. I think most of my inventory is, is uh, has been uh, sold over uh, these this last year and a half. So I don't think I'll have any with me at Carnage. But uh, yeah, it is something that you can you can order and get uh, online. All right, my uh, my second suggestion for uh, gaming minis agnostic or uh, system agnostic. Uh, or uh, supplement or game tools. Uh, mine is going to be something that I know Jason uh, holds very uh, dear and and loves quite a bit. Uh, this this line right here is that that is the Warlock tiles <laughs> from yeah. uh, yep. from WizKids. Uh, these are uh, really really cool. 
Um, I saw these at uh, Gamma Expo uh, 2020 right before, you know, COVID kind of hit. And they were giving away like full sets of these uh, to retailers. I was, I was heartbroken when they were giving away those sets. I was like, please, get, can I ask? <laughs> I mean, even if you look at them, they're, they're priced fairly like. Yeah, they are priced to compete what, with with uh, Dwarven Forge hard. Yeah, for what they are, you know, you're actually getting a, a really, I think, a decent value for for the price. And then they've got all this like terrain stuff. You got the Warlock Tiles uh, merchants and kitchens, and so a marketplace tavern. Like, so you can kind of just set up a scene, especially if you're getting folks together and they're playing in a in a physical space. Uh, and you'd be surprised at what happens when you have a physical when you have physical items on a table yeah. that kind of inspires you know things to happen and 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 advent and like prompts to like take a, a, an adventure in a different direction you know it, i i think that having those i mean you can use them for pretty much any any fantasy setting uh or any any fantasy game uh, or you could probably just you could probably use them for almost you know any other system as well probably not sci-fi but you know i think that uh, they'd come in quite handy especially like i said if you play a lot online and you don't play a lot virtually i mean you play more in person than you do virtually then i, I think warlock tiles are definitely a, a great tool um i know i need to get more i, I need to get some of them into my collection uh but uh, honestly you could even use them uh, online if you want like if you have a game where you're not using a virtual map tool if you have a webcam a spare webcam like doug does oh yeah you could sure. easily you could easily set up a webcam pointed at the map have everybody tell you where they want to move their characters it's easy enough to do right yeah. and yeah. and like like doug said having being able to see props is huge for people it is i mean theater of the mind is an excellent way to game there's nothing wrong with it but for a lot of people being able to see the figures on the table and look at where everyone else is positioned is a massive bit of immersion for them. Yep. I, I totally agree. And uh, you know, you, you might, you might have an item that's on the, like out on the, you know, in the, the scene that, you know, people, somebody might ask where, or like you might have not even think, thought of it while you're writing up your adventure or whatever, but somebody yeah. says, Oh, what's this, what's this in the, uh, uh, in, on this table over here. And, and, all of a sudden it totally takes the direction of, you know, cause, cause we, as, as role players, we, we like to do that. We like to follow, uh, you know, red hats and, and try to make it's the big, big obvious thing in the middle of the room, but what's this tiny <laughs> thing in the corner? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, sometimes that's the best parts of, uh, of role playing and is just kind of, uh, you know, rolling with the punches and, and finding out something that uh, you didn't expect. And, and, uh, you know, the, you, you have to kind of be okay with that sometimes. But yeah, my uh, my number two suggestion is Warlock Tiles from WizKids. Uh, if you can afford them, I think. Uh, if you've ever looked at Dwarven Forge and said, "Holy cow, I don't right. have a mortgage big enough to buy those things," because they are they are pricey. When you when they release sets for Dwarven Forge, they're they're a big investment. Warlock Tiles is an excellent alternative. They're pre-painted. You don't have to do anything with the darn things. Um, they come with little connectors that you can use to lock the tiles together. You don't need them. No, you don't. You don't at all. Like unless your players are really rough with the board and you think they're going to knock everything to pieces every time they touch it. Like I've, I've put whole maps together without ever touching them without ever using the interlocks. I mean, if you use the interlocks, they're super sturdy, 
You could literally yep. shove the whole map across the table and nothing will move, but you don't need them. They're not necessary. Interesting. And it takes like minutes to set up a map. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I, I uh, when Jason uh, suggested this, uh, th- this episode, I figured it was going to be, I figured that the reason behind it was just so, so that Jason could. <laughs> he thought I wanted to just gush about warlock tiles again, but I was like, like oh, <laughs> I'm not going look, to mention them. My Doug. vast collection of warlock tiles that I have guys. So <laughs> I figured, uh, so when, when Jason said it wasn't going to be in his top three, I figured, uh, I needed the to cool, put it yeah. in the top three. One of the cool things about them as, as a gift, if you're looking at gift giving too, like that's one of the reasons why I threw it in my gift giving options. Um, it's uh, a Canadian, it's like 60 bucks. I'm not sure what it is American for a set. And a set will allow you usually to do two to three reasonable sized rooms with some extras left over. So I have the, I have three now, four, sorry. Um, they're a great gift for a birthday, for Christmas, for an occasion, you know, super, it's a super small price gift and, and it's endless options. It's like giving somebody Lego just to get Barney's attention again. <laughs> it's like giving somebody a box of Lego. You can do anything with Lego. <laughs> you really can. That's my favorite four letter word. I know. <laughs> All right, Jason, what is your final item for, uh, or tool or supplement for uh, this segment? Mine is an online tool called Incarnate or honestly, any online map making tool. I've used several of them. Um, I'm a particular fan of Incarnate because it has a few more options that I I find easier to use. It's an online map generator. Um, It's incredibly user-friendly. It's not difficult to use at all. If you've ever drawn a map for a campaign world and you thought, you know what? I wish I could put this on a computer and add like textures and colors and maybe do it some more justice because I'm a, I'm not a good artist. I can draw a map, but I, I'm, I'm not going to get all the little symbols and stuff, right? If I'm drawing houses and stuff, it's not going to look that spectacular. Oh, yeah, there it is right there for you, for you to look at. And that, what they've got drawn right there, I've, I've done the tutorial for this, takes minutes. It literally takes minutes. There are, like The whole map, it takes longer. <laughs> but the beginning part of the tutorial where they focus on this one thing, you literally, you just click on like where you just put, you just put the mountains on the screen there. You click it and you drag it across your screen with your mouse and it just drops mountains behind it. And if you don't like it, it's just like any other uh, graphic design tool. You can just delete, 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 delete your way back until you like it. Fiddle around with it. You can change colors. It's really easy to use. Um, the, I, the, the yearly option is pretty solid. You get so many art assets. It's ridiculous. I mean, you think about it. It's twenty. You can. You can so there's a free option where you just kind of get the base, base, uh, you know, options and, and features. Uh, but there is a pro monthly uh, subscription service where you can pay five dollars a month, or there is an annual service where you pay twenty five dollars a year. Usually, whenever somebody has an an annual service, it's usually like a couple months free. This one is seven months free when you do the the yearly yeah. sign up. So think about that. You're you're paying less than fifty percent for the yearly. Like that's really, really that's a crazy good value. Where if if you were thinking about uh, doing, you basically get seven months of free out of the year. And um, you can set it up to be interactive as well. So if you put a location on the map that you want to show your characters and you want them to be able to throw it up on the screen, they can click on that to get information that you've already put on there at that location. 
So if you want them to be able to explore the back, if you have a general world map you want to give to your players to allow them to do character creation, to do, um, you know, some sort of background design, they can be like, well, I want to be from the mountains. Well, let's look around and see what you've got listed in your mountains here. And you click on it and it's like, oh, there's an interesting tribe of uh, mountain people that live up here. I think I want to be part of them. Like it really, it allows for a greater level of immersion into a game. And that's what I'm all for when it comes to, especially if you're, if you're stuck online right now, like most of us still are, unfortunately, this tool will go a long way and it's super easy to fool around with even more. So if you have a tablet, if you have a tablet, this thing is a gem, uh, but with a mouse, you can still do it. Like all of these straight lines and stuff you're looking at on the screen right now, those are all click and drags. So you click on the corner, you pull it to the other corner, you let it go and it's your straight line is there. So you don't have to worry about having shaky hands with your mouse drawn along on the map, making it look like a drunk That's person awesome. on your map. That's but really yeah, cool. It, it is very cool and super easy to use. Hmm. I, I had not heard of this uh, this online tool until see, there's quite a few like it. Yeah, see, Jason picked this, and he always where he had he he had weeks to prepare for this. I had weeks. I had yeah. like a day and a half. <laughs> so what, what Jason's not telling you is that the, he's got a referral code for everybody that wants to sign up. Ah, where, yes. he gets, where he gets five dollars <laughs> off if you sign let up. Me, let me just link that in chat. <laughs> I, I do not have any such thing. <laughs> Uh, no, this, this is, is really this cool. is these are strictly because I love these that, tools. <laughs> that twenty five dollar option is super like, like I'm super impressed that they've priced it that that low for for an annual fee. Like that's like I said, usually you know when you sign up for something for an annual fee, you get like ten percent off or like fifteen percent off. You don't usually get like fifty five percent off of your annual cost. Like yeah. that's that's ridiculously cheap. They have a they have a pretty decent gallery actually. If you want to just click through their gallery and see what people have designed, some of these things I'm pretty sure they've had actually professional people do them, but a few of them are just you know gener generic maps. Let me go through. Wow. And there's an there's isometric options as well that you can use, which are pretty cool. So instead of just a straight top down view, you can do like the 3D Diablo style view. I could never have any of you guys ever drawn maps like that. Remember the old like Castle Ravenloft and the old Dragonlance modules that had isometric maps in them. Yeah, I could. I, could, I had such a hard time doing maps on those things. It's so weird drawing like that. Wow, that, this is a really really cool tool. I, I can and like literally all worthy of, of my of your number one. All of these things are just click and drop, click and drop, click and drop. You don't have to, like, no, you're not drawing all of these pieces. These are all assets available to you when you get the, if you if you pick up the uh, the, the paid version. All of these assets are already there. You're, so you're not going to be like, well, geez, I need to design this, you know, 10 by 40 building. They'll have a whole host of them for you to use already. Wow. That's, that's really, really cool. I, I, I knew that there were some, you know, I know that there's map uh, options online uh, for uh, for various tools for, for things like that. I, I, this is the first time I've heard of this ink, ink cartnet. Ink, ink incarnate, cart it's called. Yeah. Incarnate. yeah. So there's, a, there's a few other ones like it um, that you could probably find. Yeah, INK, yeah. If you, if you were to search for incarnate, actually, um, probably underneath it in your Google search, there'll be other options from the, the more popular other, op other options. Hmm. Very, there's, very cool. there's pros and cons to each of them, but I'm a particular fan of Incarnate. Sure. Uh, I wonder if you could uh, build a map and then like take the file and like print it out and like you can, it would be a really you can export piece. it and take it to a local printer and get it printed out if you want. Yep. That's why if you get the pro version, you can export an 8K. 
Wow. That's really So cool. if you had a sufficiently saw, like if you had like a nice world map, you know, the ones you were all like, Oh my goodness, there's a world map, like the forbidden lands maps. <laughs> yep, yep. Everybody's like, oh, I want that map. You know, if you were to build a map of your world and you wanted to get it printed off for your own use, or even as a souvenir for your players, like, hey, here's the map of the world we just adventured in. Do you, does it have like a hex grid that you can put over the over the top of that? It does have map? hex grid options. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I I'm super impressed. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Jason, for your 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 suggestions. That was that was really awesome. All right, Barney, you got you. Jason Jason knocked it out of the park. You, you're <laughs> play next, so you you you, you, you got to do the same. So what what do you got for us uh, for your number one option? Oh, I'm hitting a pretty solid double here. I'm like, there's okay. no home okay. runs here. So I have this is this is it's another analog tool. So this is this is something that as a game master I always always use to the chagrin of my players, but I find it gives a lot more agency to be able to tell your tell you know making sure the story's going to the right place because there's nothing worse. There's always it's a dad joke, isn't it? No, <laughs> you know, but the hard thing is the hard thing is when someone's rolling dice and they botch it really bad and it's a pretty significant thing. And then you have to roll for the, you have to roll for the enemy. And there's some points where you don't run like there, there. I've never been the kind of person who wants to kill players based off of just, you know, like the dice rolls themselves. Cause it kind of loses some of the momentum of the story. So what I always, always have set up in front of me, is this is one of my favorite my favorite accessory the game screen, game <laughs> screen. I'm, I'm, the glad GM you, screen. I'm, glad finally, I'm glad you finally said it because i was gonna have to import the uh, you know barney puts uh a game screen <laughs> for folks to look at let's put a trifold cardboard thing in front of him so I mean, the first of all, you get all the information you need, no matter what the game is. Is like so. This is really agnostic. This is just for my favorite game, changing the dreaming. But the it's great because then you can. It's easy reference if you have to see. They have to see things. Plus, you can fudge your rolls because then what it is is like if you are you roll because the last thing you want to do is roll really well on a fight. And, and gut one of your players. <laughs> gut one of your players because then you, if you roll it, some people will roll the dice right in front of them, and then they see that, and then there's that hush of the people like, "Oh, dude, you died!" <laughs> like it's like, well, uh, no, like so. There's always that. That's the, you know the point of the game screen is isn't to kill. I've always said is is isn't to fudge the rolls to kill your care, kill your players. It's to fudge the rolls so you don't kill your players <laughs> right right yeah i've always been i've always been different like that i always did all of my rolling in front of the screen yeah what i what i what i used the screen for was strictly for rules reference so that i could have my notes open on the table and oh. it wouldn't be tempting any of the players to be looking at my notes yeah. but but yeah like i i completely understand the, the desire to roll behind the screen just so you don't accidentally murder somebody. I, 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 yeah, it, it not only what I what I like about it too is as 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 an accessory. What I like about what I like about the game screen it keeps that level of mystery as well. Yeah. So there's it keeps the level of mystery. It keeps it keeps the storyteller, the game master, still kind of in control of the story. If there's a you know the direction and it 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 allows it it allows um, I would say it allows more freedom to make sure that that um that unintentional bad things don't happen and it kind of keeps it, it kind of keep, helps the direction of the game too so absolutely it goes a long way too 
to keeping your players invested in what you're doing and saying because okay. if your party says hey we kick open the door and stride into the room and you look down behind your screen and you roll some dice and then you look up and you say nothing seems to be out of the ordinary your whole adventuring party is going to stop dead in their tracks mm-hmm. <laughs> and say what do you mean nothing appears to be out of the ordinary <laughs> right rolling dice behind the screen yeah and then, and that, then... that is a big advantage to having yeah. a dm screen right there there, there's also another uh, just just kind of one up this uh, this uh, this uh, suggestion is you can actually get like uh, generic GM screens with like yep. a plastic like pockets yeah clear just, plastic yeah, but just pockets. pockets yeah and I've got a couple of those where like I've put my own illustrations in the front just to kind of set the tone for the players yeah. so then that yeah. way they kind of know what they're dealing with um, also you know it kind of it lets you know kind of sets the setting as well and then you can also just put your notes on the inside and 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 you know it not only is it a quick reference but then you know you've got certain things that you want to make sure you emphasize and, and they're right there right yeah. right there in front of you on the, on the big GM thing um, that a lot of them are doing now if you go and look at some of the i don't want to say higher end but i guess they are a little bit higher end now um there's a lot of dice uh or dice dm screen manufacturers out there now like dogmite games and places like that where they make these big wooden carved intricate panel dice or like you can get like up to six panels wide yeah that's crazy. and they come with they're all magnetic in the inside now so just as an advancement of the plastic sleeve option, you can just take, you got a little magnet. Like, oh, I got a note. I got a hang here. Click, 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 click. And it's completely modular. Then you can put whatever table you want wherever. But they were, those things were so handy to me when I first started playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like not to, not that we want to stick with the system, yeah, but I, having yeah. random encounter tables, having basic encumbrance, uh, basic saving throw stuff, all of the, all of the core rule tables we're all like on those three panels and you can just be like, somebody would be like, I want to do this random weird thing in the middle of nowhere. And you're like, Oh, wait, I have the rules right here. Okay. Roll this dice. <laughs> the, the other thing that I, that I do with, uh, with the uh, GM screens is uh, I take clothespins and usually I, I have clothespins for NPCs for uh, the, the players at the table and any, anybody that's in a scene. Like if you're going into combat and you use them as like initiative on your, mm-hmm. On the top of your GM screen, and that just kind of uh, kind of helps as as well, kind of keeps track of everything, and it also actually helps the players quite a bit as to know like what's uh, you know what what the. I like to remind people who's up next. Yeah, especially Um, because a lot of people are just you know somebody's doing something, they're kind of like you know doing their own thing, looking at their character sheet, maybe checking their inventory or looking at their phone. God forbid! Don't be don't be that person at the table, please. That's a good idea. (laughs) That's a good idea with the 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 clothespins. Yeah. Having having an initiative tracker that's visible yeah. says, okay, you know, Stefan is going now, and then Laurel is up next, and then I'm up after that person, you know. So then you're like, okay, I got to start thinking. Okay, where's everybody? Did on you the just table? make up those names, or do you actually know Stefan and uh, Stefan and Laurel? I plead the fifth. <laughs> Whatever the equivalent to the fifth is in Canada. <laughs> <sighs> well, uh, my sank. I plead the sank. The sank. <laughs> French for fifth. <laughs> my uh, my third and final uh, option for uh, game supplement or uh, gaming tools is from a company that, that this was the the product that, that introduced me to this company and uh, it, I was really really impressed with with this product uh, when I got it in and uh, when I downloaded it I actually backed it on Kickstarter and uh, I'm going to tell you that uh, if you have not picked up uh, this uh, any of these uh, adventure kits from Absolute Tabletop. Uh, you should definitely, 
definitely give it give them a uh, a look through or, or a consideration. Uh, they make these like system agnostic like adventures, and not only is it just an adventure, but there's also like random like dungeon generators. Uh, so like you, if you just roll dice onto a table, uh, it not not a like a, like a like a paper table, like an actual like physical table, it will actually like create a dungeon for you that you can just kind of t- scribble out of where the dice land and whatever oh. the right re- the, wherever the whatever the results are on the dice that 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 creates like a room. room. Yeah, <laughs> super, that's kind super of a neat cool, idea. Yeah, super cool like toolkit. Um, I think they've had, they've made two of them so far. Oath of the Frozen King is the first one that I bought, um, and I'll tell you what, this is a great product. Um, if you love Five E or if you just love fantasy RPGs, you can take all of the like. It's it's not just built for Five E. It's built for kind of any any fantasy RPG, uh, and then they also have uh, another option where it takes. Uh, instead of being a frozen setting, it's like a, a desert setting that you can kind of, you know, reverse the, the setting around with it. Super, super cool product. Absolute tabletop uh, is just, uh, uh, they do, I think, like I said, let me just, let me just take a look. I think they've got a second one as well. Yeah. Shadows over Drift, Cha- Drift Chapel. Uh, this is a, a, the newest one that they do. This one took a little while for them to get out, but uh, again, same, same idea. Uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna tell you, pick those up if you, especially if you love fantasy RPGs. I, I can't uh, can't tell you enough, especially Oath of the Frozen King. I, I I think that's a super super cool product, and it definitely uh, definitely is not leaving my my library anytime soon. Uh, if you just want to pick up and play, I like stuff like that because it's just like like same thing with Dungeon. You can just yeah, drop it's it the wherever. same thing as that. It's, like, it's only it's a physical if, version. Yeah, it's just yeah. You just like if you have a region in your land that has you know X Y Z in it, here you go. Drop it in there. Play. Yeah. You know, there's no. Oh my God, I got to write a 32 page adventure for my party, and I need plot hooks and character devices and loot tables, and you know, just you plop that down, and you're like, okay, I flip the page. Oh, in this room there's these. Well, I'm going to use the stat block from that, and there's the treasure. You know. And, and here's the thing, like the adventure kit, like you can use it for like a one shot if you wanted to, or if you wanted to make it for a continual session, you could, and, and you can just like plug it into, you know, your campaign if you really wanted to, like you could yeah. just be like, okay, this is, this is what we're doing for this month or, or, or whatnot. And, and I, sometimes I'm you'll get the most creativity out of your game groups by doing stuff like that. Yep. When they aren't expecting their character development to drive the story. Sometimes you will get the best role play out of your players when you just yep. drop something completely random in front of them and let them do their own thing. Yep. It's kind of goes funny. back to the whole uh, chasing uh, red hats thing. That, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. They, they just, let, mean, sometimes you have to let them do that. And then you kind of weave it into the story. Yep. So yeah, go check out Absolute Tabletop. I'm trying to think of what's their... AbsoluteTabletop.com. Uh, Shocker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they, uh, they make some pretty decent, uh, decent stuff. And... Uh, like I said, I'm not a big 5e fan, but I do like uh, this uh, this Oath of the Frozen King. Probably uh, the one thing that I really like the most about 5e is there are so many systems agnostic things coming out for 5e. Because people are like, hey, I have a really cool idea for an adventure. It's not designed for 5e, but 5e is popular, so I'm going to make a conversion for 5e. But I'm going to also put it out with a system agnostic option as well. 
Like we see so many Kickstarters for role-playing games now. Right. It's like, oh, hey, we'll release the 5e supplement. And then we'll release the Rift supplement. And then we'll release the Savage World supplement. And you can just, in the Kickstarter, you pick which one you want. Right. If you don't want the 5e one, you still get all the content. Like, yeah, Teagle Manor was a good, a good example of that. It was designed for uh, old-school role-playing school revival i don't even know what OSR stands for anymore um but you could also get the 5e version if you wanted the 5e version uh, or you, you do both or either or whatever whatever you wanted and having that having that ability to just say i'm going to put this on the table and i'm going to flip this page and all the content on this page is going to be useful uh, there's not going to be like a, a 5e stat block taking up two-thirds of the page which is basically useless to me you know you've got you've got character detail and setting information and stuff like that, which is genuinely useful mm-hmm. instead of, you know, if you were playing 5e, <laughs> too many, too many of them do that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I really uh, enjoyed this, uh, this, uh, this show. I think it was a good, good, good topic to uh, bring up Jason. I, I'll, I'll let folks know that if you uh, have a, uh, a tool or a module that uh, you think is uh is worthy of us to take a look at let us know in the comments below uh we'd love to take a look at it and see what uh what other suggestions uh, you might have because uh well, there's so many of them out there it's hard to hard to know them all in fact i've actually got to uh learn about a few myself on this episode Girls, so that, that's way really past cool. your bedtime Uh-oh. i know it is way past my bedtime barney's Barney. npcs are awake <laughs> Girls, you got school tomorrow go to bed <laughs> don't go to bed just run around, do silly things, eat sugar. Barney's speaking off screen to his daughters that are <laughs> way up past their bedtime. Don't wake up the baby. That'll be tons of fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'd love to know if you uh, have a tool or a module that you use uh, that, that you swear by. Uh, let us know in, in the comments or you can tweet us. Uh, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at DougVCGaming and uh, let me know what uh, what. Uh, product or module that's the coolest thing about them too actually is there are thousands there are there's there's so many that like i troll around looking for them on on purpose so i find a bunch of them but there's holes there's whole communities that i found full of people who were using a particular system agnostic setting and i'm just like wow i didn't even realize this was a thing now i find out there's like 720 people on this discord server doing it yeah all right, that's gonna do it for uh, for this uh, episode. Uh, I want to thank Barney and and uh, Jason for, uh, for for being a part of it. I also want to thank everyone that joined us in the chat. Thank you so much for uh, giving your comments and and uh, suggestions and your dad jokes uh, early on. Really appreciate those. Uh, Oddly so enough, we do actually appreciate those. We do, we do actually. The, we, as much as we groan about Barney's constant dad joking, it's it's amusing. It's I look forward <laughs> to it. I'm not gonna lie, I do look forward to it. I wouldn't say I look forward to it. <laughs> when I'm at work and I'm scrolling through my Facebook while I'm waiting for my shift to start, I'm like, oh, uh, a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, folks, that's going to be going to do it for episode 122 of the Chaotic Goodcast. It was chaotic, but it was so good. We'll see you all next week. Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, if you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, it really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victoryconditiongaming. We have all sorts of Patreon perks, and it definitely helps support our show. Thank you so much. 
I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm headed to, to Carnage in a couple weeks. Of course, Ben and Amanda are going to be there. Uh, we need to get uh, you guys at, uh, at Carnage at some point. Uh, I was going to go. I, 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 there's a thing. Remember when he sent me that? Yeah, message? I sent. Like, I hey, said. I said, Barney, yeah. hey, do you want to hey, come to listen, Carnage with us? You want to come? And I said, this is my. If I can balance this right and try to do it as like a weekend away with my wife and be able to hand out a card. So I told. I said, hey. Hey, Edith, let's go. I mean, it'll be Mount Snow. It'll be nice. We'll get, take a weekend. We'll go. We'll get a nice uh, Verbo, and we'll just hang out. And then she's like, "Why do you want to go there?" I said, "Well, it's kind of like a victory condition gaming thing." Said, oh, so you want to hang out with your friends? <laughs> no, and I said, no, no, you can come. It'd be fine. She's like, "You." So what am I gonna do all day? I'm like, that doesn't matter. It, you're gonna be with us. Oh, you just oh. shot yourself in the foot by saying it doesn't oh, yeah. matter. As long as you're here, I want to spend time with you and Doug. <laughs> Same time. Uh, it would be nice to see your wife. She's a lovely, lovely person. I, I love. She her. is. I love is, is her. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. She's. Uh, she's she got, oh, I'm in the doghouse. I'm in the doghouse. Oh no, cool. Barney! What'd you do? Well, here's the thing. She is great at like turning things around i'm like okay so i'm playing dungeons and dragons with my college buddies on roll 20 yesterday she comes in here and she's just like you know what you did that that, and she's i'm like i'm like okay okay i'm like same situation here okay all right all right and she comes in here and then she's like and then she sees my college buddies staring at her coming in she's like you didn't tell i was like i told you i was playing dungeons and dragons tonight you give it so i'm in trouble because she got caught yelling at me in front of my friends. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, how is this my fault? <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble because you had the camera on while she was yelling. People saw it. That's <laughs> oh, uh, so, so Bernie, you're not going to join us at Carnage, then? I guess I'm going to try to figure. I mean, well, no, that's like next week. Yeah, well, it's uh, November, uh, November fourth through the sixth, or no, fifth through the seventh. I yeah, think is, is when when it is and and uh yeah and then i will be at pax unplugged if anybody's watching this and uh or listening to this and uh, you're going to pax unplugged please stop by and uh, see me at pax unplugged i would love to uh, catch up and say hi and uh maybe even uh, get a chance to you know uh connect after hours at the con because con doesn't go all all day long uh, there's it does get out in the evening so i'd love to love to connect with folks as well um yeah. But yeah, Carnage is kind of the smaller show. It's kind of kind of local. Uh, it's a few hours away from us, but uh, it uh, should be a lot of fun. I'm excited to go back, and, and of course, Pax and Plug will be a lot of fun in Philadelphia. So, so here's a you want to you want to you want a sneak peek of the dad joke I'm going to post tomorrow morning. Um, sure. Yeah. When I'm in an elevator with a stranger, I generally hold their hand to let them know that they're safe. All right. On that note, <laughs> see you all next week. Thanks for sticking around this long. We greatly appreciate it. If you've gotten this far, you're the MVPs of the show. Yes, Please if you survived that dad joke. Wow. Hit the like button down below. Well, we, we, I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Doug, though, I woke up this morning with a huge smile on my face. Damn kids and their Sharpies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you Wednesday night. We're going to do uh, Zombicide. Yeah. News of the Dead. See you in a few days. <laughs>